As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. Welcome to The Athletic MBA Show, Monday through on The Athletic Podcast Network. New York strip steak? This is the Basketball Buds. Brazen. Beef short ribs? With Zach Harper and your favorite athletic writer. Get mad at me, bro. I'm gone. Welcome to the Basket Buds edition of the Athletic NBA Show podcast on the Athletic Podcast Network. I'm your host, Zach Harper. We got Mo Dakil. We got Jay King. We got Trevon Edwards. And we got ourselves a show. We'll talk John Morant. We'll talk about Chris Paul. We'll talk about, I don't know, a little bit about Michael Jordan. I don't have many thoughts on Michael Jordan selling the Hornets other than he made almost $2 billion. And I feel like it's the equivalent of like, what if he had made billions off his shoe line, but it was just the Jordan 2 that came out. That's what it feels like to me in terms of Michael Jordan selling the Hornets. But we start off with the big news from Father's Day. It's not often a father gets their son a gift on Father's Day, but that's what Mark Bartlestein (laughs) did for... Josh Bartlestein, Mark Bartlestein, the agent of Bradley Beal, Josh Bartlestein, the CEO of the Phoenix Suns, and the Suns are getting Bradley Beal in exchange for, at least as of right now, Chris Paul, Landry Shamit, a handful of second round picks, according to Shams Tarania, and multiple pick swaps because they have no first round picks to deal because they sent them all to Brooklyn for Kevin Durant. Uh, there might be a third team involved. They're still getting the framework of the deal finalized and might involve Chris Paul going elsewhere to a contender, or this might just be the deal. I, I mean, look, I feel like you can't say, I hate when people are like, well, my pickup run, we do this in basketball. You can't equate (laughs) stuff like that. And I hate when people equate things to fantasy sports leagues, but I do feel like this, this trade would be vetoed in any fantasy sports league that is taking itself even semi-seriously. It's, it, look, it's a weird trade for the Suns in that they're already at the luxury tax with this year with Beal, with KD, with Booker, and with Aiton. Those four players put them at the luxury tax. Not the salary cap, the luxury tax. Um, on top of that, starting the following season, 2024-2025 season, Beal, Durant, Booker, each make at least $50 million. So we're talking 150 
in two years, 150 off the rip for just those three guys. It will be very hard to build out a roster past this summer. Like they still have a little bit of wiggle room to like go get a couple of guys, but not much. It's going to be a lot of please play for the veteran minimum, or hopefully you find some you you pull a Miami Heat and you just find a bunch of undrafted guys that you can develop right away. I'm gonna tell you right now, by Thursday, it's gonna be looking a little bit different, buddy. I'll tell <laughs> you right now. Uh, look, that that, it, that, it, one, that one seven footer about to turn into three. Yeah, yeah, not, that, three, not I mean, three seven footers, but yeah, player. But trade that's what that's what needs to happen, right? Like. They they have no depth. I I still like I, I know everyone tries to be anti super team and all this bullshit. I just think you're dumb. If if you're if you're like, oh, super teams can't work, yeah, they can. You just need everyone to buy in and you need to stagger minutes. I actually think Beal and Booker complement each other well. I don't think people realize how much of a playmaker each of those guys have been for like five seasons, right? Like they're not lead, but like, but they're gonna run the offense through any of those three guys. You can make that work, that balance. The problem is filling out that roster. Um, like, all right, let's say they turn Aiton into three guys by Thursday, Friday, whenever, sometime this summer. All right, so they got six. Right. It's still not a lot of guys, right? But so they're gonna bring but, back. They're gonna bring back Landale, Craig. Yeah. Uh, campaign. He might be out of there. He got a non-guarantee. I'm all sorry, the guys who are sorry, campaign. If you secretly to listen to this in the playoffs this past year, right? Like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm telling you, listen, I'm I, listen. And hey, it's man, a, Tory it's Craig a, battled. Don't Tory do it. Craig Tory was Craig. okay. Tory, Tory Craig, Craig battled, man. He battled. I ain't, gonna, I ain't gonna get nobody in trouble. I'm gonna shut my mouth, but uh, yeah, just, just know but that, that but it, that's it, the, it, it don't win championships, though. I'll say that yeah. I'm personally out on getting a third star. I'm more on give me two good guys and just fill it out with the roles and needs. I just that's, don't know. That's what I, I'm rolling with. I just don't know if the th- like, can you have three stars where it's all offense, right? Not, like, it's, like it's, book can book can defend and Katie can defend. Although I just like his body holding up. That's the concern at this point, right? But th- that's three dudes of offense. Like for me, his body holding up as well. Well, yeah, that's well, yeah, that's that's true. For me, I love going all offense. But that's my style of, of what I like. I'm not saying that's a good style for winning a championship, but it's just, man, it's a it's a bold move. Matt Ishbia has made two bold moves as the as the new owner of the Suns, and uh, and we'll see where it goes, Mo. I mean, it's first off, this screams Isaiah Rick. Thomas. This screams Isaiah Thomas all over it on the trade. Let's just load up on all this offense. And 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 get as much as we possibly can without even understanding that yo when the second when the new CBA comes in and that second tax apron hits, this is the team. They yeah. have really no ability to to sort of uh, add players after that. Everybody's going to have to take the one point six vet minimum. Good luck with that with all of those things. And then the other thing too with like three great three really good. Two, I think it's two point one. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, well, in that case, never hey, mind. Man. We're good. A, all right. We're good. All right. Most turned down half a million dollars. <laughs> no, it's not a big deal to him. No, but the but the thing is, though, these are all like so many duplicate sort of just skill sets in that sense. Like, nobody's there's a, a, a really solid defender that you feel confident with. They don't have anybody that can really guard the super quick guards. Whenever John Morant gets out there, Sha, uh, Shea Gilgis Alexander and those types of guards that they're going to have to deal with De'Aaron Fox and just in the West. And I feel like this is just one of those things. It's a weird trade because they didn't give up much at the same time. Like the, look, they, they gave up nothing. 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 Right. Maybe that pick swap down the road nothing. fucks them, right? But like but they like, gave up nothing. 
we don't even know when the pick swaps are. Yeah. Right? Like, who, who, who knows? Well, that's why a lot of people were like killing this trade. They're like, oh, this is a bad combination or whatever. I'm like, yeah, maybe, but they didn't give up anything. It's, like, but it's, okay, it's, they're, they're tied, their hands are tied financially. Their hands are going to be tied financially anyway. Like, it's just. It's, Right, it's, it's a, what it's, it is. A yeah. it's it's a weird trade, and at the same time, you're kind of like it's kind of a good trade because they didn't it. They were getting rid of Chris Paul, like that was the deal, right? If they didn't find a trade for him at any point, they were gonna just wave him, or or, or stretch him, or whatever. Like he wasn't going to be on the roster next year, and they turned him into Bradley Beal, Landry Shamit, eight points in the playoffs. Turned him into Bradley. Beal. I don't know. Like, I don't know if you're saying total or average, but that's I, both I, of them I, sound right. Sure. Yeah. It just, it just <laughs> feels right. No, but like average. But even then, like, yo, it's it's it, it. You don't you don't give up much. I'm not. I don't think this is a great trade. I don't feel confident this is going to work. But I want to see what they turned DeAndre Ayton into because I think that was the one big takeaway when yeah. I walked away from this trade. I was like, oh, Ayton's gone for sure. And then let's see how they build the rest of the roster out because they got so many holes to fill. Just because you need other pieces. That's why Aiden's gone. Not necessarily because he wouldn't fit next to the other guys. I think he would. It's just you need more basketball players on this team. You just need more of them. And I think two things are true while I see other people dissect this trade. One, Bradley Beal is getting totally overlooked here. I feel like his pretty level good. of talent yeah. is pretty good, so yeah. high. Especially you turn Chris Paul, who was clearly on the decline and well into a decline. Yeah. And Landry Shaman, who's like nothing, to get Bradley Beal, who's two years removed from a 30-point-per-game season when he was just absolutely awesome. He's also very good off-ball. Like, Bradley Beal is – he's a great cutter. He's great off-ball. He's a pretty good passer. I think – He's going to fit better offensively next to those guys than a lot of people realize. Frank Vogel is going to have to convince somebody to take more threes somehow. Right. Um, And also, Frank Vogel is a really good defensive coach. They have, at the very least, size on the wing with Kevin Durant and Devin Booker and Bradley Beal. Athleticism on the wing with all those guys. This, I'm not saying it's going to be a great defense because – Again, we don't know who else will be on this roster, but Frank Vogel is a great defensive coach with a, a few guys, and Bradley Beal is going to have to play defense totally differently than he has the last few seasons because he you has not cared. It. Yeah, <laughs> you mean right. you mean play it? Well, he I has think not part- cared in Washington, and maybe a situation change helps him buy in on that side, and then you get a totally different Bradley Beal on that side. In which case, he looks a lot different, but he needs to look a lot different because he has not cared in a while on that end of the court. Um, but then as I, as I also look at this trade, the second part of this is I don't know if they're, I don't see them as like top tier title contender, even after this trade, just because they have no depth. They, I, I can't trust Durant and Beal to stay healthy. I don't know how they're going. <laughs> like, well, are these guys going to compliment each other? I don't think it'll be perfect i think it'll work because they're all super talented and but i also like i have so many questions about that on top of all the future questions which come with the second apron and being stuck with this roster and having no ability to improve the fringes of it which they need a lot of improvements on the fringes but also beals trade clause travels yeah (laughs) there's no trade so even if they wanted to make a move or make a change he has a no trade still 
Because God Washington completely, Washington completely. Which one, them. Josh or Mark? Mark. Mark. That's a, like that's the question. Josh I might have, have just Josh the, might have just hamstrung his team for for years and years. The question Mark, I've got is, is all right, if the Heat don't trade, don't aren't allowed to trade for Damian Lillard this summer, how loud is Pat Riley about tampering? Oh, <laughs> he's already made a call. I, Forget like, about if they but, could trade for the Heat. He's already look, made the call. I was I was talking to someone on Saturday, uh, you know, about like the the Beal trade. Uh, or the potential the Beal trade, right? And they were like, "Oh, he's going to Phoenix." I was like, "Yeah, I think so too." But, but you know, I just what is it? They're like, "It's going to like Bartlestein, Bartlestein." Like this is this is done, right? Like, and it's part of the beauty of having of having agents crossover from you know the agent world to the to the you know the executive world and everything. Like it is, we you know we saw. You know, relationships for Palinka work out. We saw re- relationships for Bob Myers work out. Like it, this is just going to be what it is. And I don't know. There's going to be a point where LeBron owns the Vegas team and Rich Paul's the you know the the president of basketball operations. Who knows what happens? Like, but it's gonna like you have this this crazy crossover where like to me, yeah, the basketball part's interesting, but how are all these teams not like yo? What the fuck? Like, right? You know. <laughs> I mean that's the 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 real question and that stuff like that's the part of the trade that the NBA is going to really have to investigate. I'm sure they're checking everybody's phones. Like remember that whole tampering oh, deal and, and all all of that stuff. That or, should be a TV show where they check their phones. You know, like that that should be that should be like I don't you want to get you want to get eyes see what text messages I do. You want to get you want to get eyes on NBA TV. Throw that shit on NBA TV. Now you'll get some viewership. Still probably wouldn't. Um, are you kidding me? Mark Bartlesey's text messages wouldn't get. All right, you're out of your mind. This wasn't <laughs> tampering. the The Wizards had to work with Bradley Beal's people to find a trade because he had a no trade clause because they were stupid enough in the first place. For sure, and he just no happened to want to go to where Mark Bartlesey's son is a CEO. You're right. Well, they, they gave him two hundred fifty million Kevin, and Kevin a no trade clause. Yeah, for, like, absolutely. And and they got back a great package of Chris of a Hall of Famer. A valuable role player in Landry Shamit, a bunch of picks, second round, oh, valuable and swaps. <laughs> yeah, no, I, hey, you want to sell it, Jay? Let's sell it. That's how you sell it, right? It's a shit trade for Washington. Uh, so Washington set itself up to accept a shit trade by doing everything they've done with Beal in the past. They should have traded him years ago. They kept him. They signed him not just to a supermax, but a supermax. With a no trade clause that, even though Beal is still good, is one of the worst contracts in the league because of how big it is, how long it is, and the fact that it's possible he's on the decline after tailing off defensively, and e- even his offensive numbers yeah, he, haven't been the same turns, in the last couple of seasons. He turns thirty in a couple of days, so it's possible you're getting f- four years of Beal at two hundred seven million dollars while he's on the decline. Mark Bartlesey's a good agent. He is a good agent. Great agent. Great, Great agent. agent. <laughs> Incredible agent. The, the but, only guy who had a no trade clause in the league was Bradley Beal. Who would have so, ever guessed so, that? So the Wizards set themselves up in the past that this was always going to be a bad trade. Yeah. Because Beal could steer himself wherever he wanted to go. His contract is bad. Like and, there just and, were not going to be a lot of options here. The the thing about this that makes it fine for me is you get rid of all few. They didn't take any future money 
in this deal. Right. Yeah. They're right. going to have all the flexibility that comes with that. They're going to be really bad. So you're not just getting the all the second round draft picks and the pick swaps. You're also getting your own pick, which is going to be a top five pick now because you're no longer going to be in the fighting for and, the ninth. And Victor yeah, with them in that draft or I mean they did this a year late. They did it three years late. I mean, no, but if you're gonna go, if you're gonna completely bottom out, wouldn't have this been the season to do it to try to give Victor Webemiyama like the stuff that it's way too early, but the stuff about next year's draft it doesn't sound as great. Like, you know, Scoop, Brandon Miller, all that stuff. Oh, yeah. I bet they'll turn around one year to where the the drafts after that won't matter. (laughs) Yeah. But still, like it's just, you know, it's it's just saying, like, this is the year, like you had a franchise chasing player. Sure, in, guys, in that guys, in, yeah. it's the fucking wizards. I get it, but like it's the like what part of this organization? And I'm sure I'm gonna get something from Wizards PR because any like if you have just a hair off on something you say, then you get an email from Wizards PR. But like, like they, this is a team that has not been good. Like they, like they've had talent at times. They've been fun at times, but consistently the West good. Years was the best. Yeah, that like that trade like that might be their biggest accomplishment of the last decade was the Westbrook run in the second half of that COVID season. Like it's there, there's nothing there. Like they, like Kuzma's going to leave. Porzingis is probably going to leave and it's going to be, I don't know, Monty Morris and Daniel Gafford pick and roll. I'm here for that. See, if, I, if I were, if I were a wizards fan, I'd be, Super excited about this trade. No, not because not because of the trade itself, but because they finally have a direction that isn't let's go for the eight seed every year. Intentionally bad that's instead it. of accidentally bad. Yes, yes, that's it. They are they are going to bottom out. They have decided to bottom out. They have yeah. decided not to be just the totally irrelevant team every year. I would be so happy about this because finally my franchise has decided. Let's do this the right way. Let's not just try to get the eight seed. Let's not try to win games with a roster that won't possibly win games. Let's bottom out. Let's create flexibility. Let's start from scratch. And they needed to start from scratch. So I, I get the all the criticism of the trade because you look at it, Chris Paul's not going to play probably a, a single game for them. Landry Shamit, not very good at all. They didn't get a single outright first round pick. That's the issue. For, That's yeah. the problem. That's you, a, right. And the second round picks are all Phoenix's picks that are going to be in the high forties, low to high fifties. Like you're not, you're not getting it. It was, they were handcuffed the moment that, they gave him a no trade clause. That That's said, the problem. They have a direction now. They have a blank canvas. Now they're not, we better, they're we not better, tied we to better, the mistakes of the previous hope, front office anymore. You better hope Michael Winger I'd is perfect happy. at drafting. Yeah, if he he has to be perfect. Like he has to nail the eighth he pick have, immediately. He has to be perfect. They, they sure can, does. They can bottom out. They he sure does because he didn't have any other first round on, picks on promising young talent. They can do it the right way. They can finally not be irrelevant, and I'm mm. cool with that. I'd be uh-huh. cool with that. I love when Jay's voice gets all high pitched. Do it. The that, right that's when way. you know he's full of shit. <laughs> uh, all right, let's move on. To... <laughs> uh, let's move on to Chris Paul. Speak to Chris Paul. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. 
Head over to MichelobeUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Uh, he might be with the Wizards. He might not be with the Wizards. Um, I love when you get the the trade immediately where, where you know a team's going to waive a guy to save money. Um, cause they have to wave him by the 28th and, and say, well, he, the trade kicked him up $10 million or something like that. But, but he essentially losing out on some money this year and then 30 million this season after that. Right. And you always get that one, like kind of nugget out there of, you know, the wizards actually would love to have him be a part of this team. That's just an outright, I mean, you might want to trade for this guy. If you want him on your roster, like he might, he might not be the free agent. You think he's going to be right away. But Trey on the Chris Paul um, kind of wave here, like the Clippers have been mentioned. I've seen some stuff about if he's a free agent, the Lakers being an option. Uh, Shams said something about the Warriors being being interested. Um, how much like Chris Paul on 30 million is different than Chris Paul on a veteran minimum or and it, one of the exceptions. But Trey, I just don't know how realistic it is for Chris Paul to to give you something consistently years 38, 39, 40 of his, of his life. Um, first of all, go pick up Chris Paul's book, 61. About to come out soon. Uh, he's in New York promoting that. Um, secondly, Chris Paul is one of the smartest uh, people um, we've ever seen manage to get traded and make $10 million. That's pretty good, man. That's right. Uh, yeah. By the way, good agent there too. Yes, <laughs> right. And then um, he is going to be a Clipper. Um, they're going to dump Eric Gordon. Sorry, Eric Gordon. I feel like Eric Gordon gets always gets moved in a part of these deals. Yeah, unfortunate. It's a good throw. Um, you know. Um, but I don't really understand this, especially with two guys that um, are leaders of this team. And Paul George and Kawhi Leonard adding a, a very control freak Chris Paul. Um, but Chris Paul is a Clippers legend. Not, you know, he he was a part of that turnaround at yeah. Lob City and these things of this nature. Um, and he can kind of play for the low now with that. Um, I'm I, I'm all in for the entertainment purposes of him and West, Russell Westbrook being on the same team. Oh my God. Um and yeah, I I I really don't understand this move. I had him potentially and, and jay you can make the reaction after this to go to boston as a uh, kyle lowry role in the second second unit mm. i also thought maybe going into a a contender like milwaukee and just kind of not being a starter but like a second unit guy again at 38 39 his minutes are between 10 and 23 that's the most realistic if healthy, you're not trying to get a lot of games played, a lot of won't do a lot of back-to-backs, no matter how he wants to fight you. I think he has that 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 one up with the Clippers work that'll allow him to play. You know what I mean? Yeah. That uh, that that has that trust. Um, but for guys that are constantly hurt, and that's not like a dig at them. Um, I wish them the most healthiest season possible. 
um, in Los Angeles, but this is going to be pure entertainment across the board, um, no matter what we get. Um, he's the perfect clipper. He's, he's going to be injured too. I mean, he, but honestly, I think this is setting. I think this is setting himself up for his farewell tour. Yeah. His potential um, jersey rafter raise his statue. His, you know, he's setting it all up. I knew he was going to go to Lakers. Uh, we don't do bossa novas here, but that's for another time. Because um, yeah, the banana boat is not the same. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so um, yeah, that that you know, for him to find out, he said he found out on you know landing in New York as he was getting ready to do his interview with Good Morning America. Um, so yeah, I mean, at least he's ten million dollars richer, and he gets to be in L.A. and not Phoenix. I actually think it's a pretty good fit with the Clippers if he is healthy. Like, honestly, like, this is a dude that's not going to take a you lot of You get to shots. dust off your old jersey. I mean, no, forget about all that fan. stuff. Just on the court. Just on the court. What he could, like, what he can do for them on the court. A guy that's not going to want to, not going to take a lot of shots, but get these guys into sets and, and run an actual offense for them and get them, make it easier a little bit for Kawhi, make it easier for Paul George, assuming everybody's on the floor at the same time. I think that's actually a good fit for them in that sense on the, on the court, but it comes down to, can he play like, and you're saying 10 to 13, I think he's got to play for, for you to get that value. It's got to be around 20 minutes a game. And I don't no, know. He, he said 15 to 23. Oh, I thought so he 10 said, to 13 minutes. My mind lost it. Okay. 15 to 23 is perfect. Then never mind. We could scratch my stupid <laughs> comment from the record. Uh, yeah. There, for but him to like, be value, it has to be exactly what you said. Yes, 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 yes. My bad, my mistake. Um, but I think he's a good fit for them. I think that's a good spot for him. That's a good landing spot basketball wise for him. I don't think he's a good fit with the Warriors. I like Milwaukee. I like Boston. Those are interesting spots. But I don't. I I, I think the Clippers are probably the best landing spot. Yeah, the Clipper. The Clippers are the the spot that I see that makes sense because that offense has just needed an organizer. That's it. Those someone to to put Kawhi Leonard and Paul George in the right spots. Now, would you would you trust that any of those guys would be healthy come playoff time? Nope. No, but that's the nope. fun of the Clippers. Right. But, <laughs> that's but the, the Clippers, you know, who's going to Clippers, up. they're in such a situation it's kind of desperation time right now. They're they're running on fumes with this Kawhi Paul George tandem that hasn't been able to get over the hump so far. And when is that arena and, open? Twenty twenty four. Yes, I think okay. so. So this takes you into that of like Kawhi Paul George Chris Paul's back. Like, yeah, it's it's good marketing at, at least, right? Like it, Jay, it makes sense basketball wise, but they also like they they got an arena to open up. They do have an arena to open up. And that shit matter like that. For the business side of it, that matters. That's why, like JJ the whole Redick like, back too. DeAndre Jordan, Blake Griffin's a free Blake agent. Griffin. Yeah, bring the Jordan's back. now a champion. Bring me back. No, I would. No. I would go no. after Darius Miles. You're to go for the Darius Miles. Oh, I was trying to get a job again. Nah. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, D Miles and D Miles and Q like Doc have, Rivers. Doc Rivers. Doc is available. No. Yeah. Um, he could be Ty Lue's assistant. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> or bring Mo back and then bring Doc back and Doc can fire him again. Hey, as long as I get another severance <laughs> check out of it, I'm fine. <laughs> um, yeah, I it'll be interesting to see like what the send-off is for Chris Paul. Because uh he's such a weird figure in NBA history. Like I've talked about this a, a bunch of times. It's like if you think about this, Trey, you think about how good he is at his job. 
how historically good Chris Paul is at basketball, how hard you have to work to at that size be that fucking good at what you do. And I don't want to say nobody respects you, but so many people shit on him like, ah, he's not good. And I'm like, to me, like control freaks are good, man. I, 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 I get the criticism of him and his career, but I also look at him like that dude's so good at basketball. Like it's it's he's historically good at basketball. And yeah, like, I, it, like he does deserve kind of a proper send off. And he'll get it. He'll get it. I mean, I think the the most part of why people don't I think it's easy, easy target to uh, pick on sometimes yeah. at, at, at most. Um, and when you look at it, you know, most fans be like, oh, he's crying or this and that. He has found a way. His mentality is whatever it takes to win. Yeah, that's it. And you got to love a guy like that when he's, you know, on your team. But against him, it's like, yo, get, play basketball. But he's going to, he knows the rule book. Him and LeBron are two of the players that know the rule book. Draymond, too. They yeah. know the rule book back and forth and will try to manipulate the game as much as possible to make life, make the game easier. Um, whether it's telling on another player to get ready to get some extra free throws, attacks, and all yeah. this other stuff. Um, and he has been the snitch line in the bubble, you know, been, anything. Yeah, it's, line. It's, I thought it was a CP line. I thought that was, a. it's the, you know, it's the whole thing, man. But like at the end of the day, Chris Paul has been so good. We nicknamed him the point guy for a real reason. Mm-hmm. Um, he has had no rivals in this particular situation. And although other point guards are now shining in this situation, the only thing it, it sucks to, to, to hold a ring over his career as a shadow because yeah. that doesn't dictate what it was. You know what I mean? He's, he's, he's beat every allegation as far as um, going up against Darren Williams, the Rajon Rondos, the, you know what I mean? Even the modern day the Kyrie Irvin's the, you know what I mean? Like these yeah. guards he's outlasted and has been able to work up a, uh, uh, amazing career in the past, you know, 18, 19 seasons. He, so. he did the one thing so many players failed at. He lifted the Clippers up. Yes. Like, just think about how – He embraced it. Embraced it, with the shitty it ass, too. Yeah, but with the shitty-ass owner and Donald Sterling, like, he lifted the organization up. He brought it respectability with everything that – I mean, it was coming a little bit with Blake or, or whatnot, but he kind of – he came nah, in they and put them they, on the map. The Clippers would have screwed that up. Probably, yeah. Probably. I mean, yeah. But like he put the, speaking he, of Blake, bring him back on too. the map. Yep. He put them on the map, and that that's kind of like we don't give him enough credit for lifting a very dog shit organization to the point now where we're like, yo, this is a team that's trying to win a championship, building their own arena and things like that. Yeah. The, um, the other the other role, and nobody's really talked about this. Maybe he's not open to it. The other role that I would love to see Chris Paul in is as the veteran on a younger team, similar to how he did it in OKC, but obviously with him diminished as a player. Like if I, if I had a young and talented team, like let's or, say Orlando, Orlando, right? Like, like, like bring him in and have him set a tone of seriousness for those young guys. And, and just the, he's, he's, he helped turn around Phoenix. Phoenix is not in the place they're in. If Chris Paul didn't get there and show everybody how to work on a daily Agreed. basis and the yeah. focus necessary. They're not anywhere close to to where they got. OKC, like he went in there, they made the playoffs. They, who knows how he impacted Shea Gilgis's career just by being there for a season. I I think it'd be worth even like someone like Atlanta bring him in to back up Trey Young, show Trey Young how it's done. And I, I have I have 
no idea whether Chris Paul would be open to that. He obviously hasn't gotten a ring. He would love one, I'm sure. But if if I had a young team with with talent, young talented guys like that, I would love to have Chris Paul if that's a role he's willing to embrace. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. Hey, Frank, a little birdie told me you don't need a satellite dish to get DirecTV. What's little birdie? Was it Jimmy the Sparrow? It's a figure of speech. Point is, you can stream DirecTV over the internet now. Oh, sure. Next you're going to tell me those big birds are made of metal and filled with people, right? <laughs> you mean airplanes? Stream DirecTV without a satellite dish. Visit DirecTV.com. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service that you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Uh, speaking of point guards, John Morant. Um, we got the suspension, the long-awaited suspension of what it's going to be. Didn't want to distract from the NBA Finals, so we made a distraction. And then uh, it kind of felt like it was a little built up. We thought it was going to be half a season, maybe a full season. It's 25 games. 25 games is significant. Um, I Like, I, I don't know. I... I get all the con- like we don't have to relitigate all this all this shit with Ja, right? Like it the situation is a situation. The the main thing about this of why he got a heavy suspension is he did it like four weeks later. Yeah. He did it again four weeks later, or whatever that was, five weeks later. And that is something where I, I look back to when you had the Gilbert Arenas Javaris Crittenden thing, it's not necessarily that Gilbert Arenas wasn't remorseful. It's that he put it in David Stern's face when he gets back out on the court for the first time and in the introductions does the finger guns in the in the huddle. David Stern's like, fuck that. <laughs> you're not gonna like you're not gonna play around with my league. Whereas Adam Silver, look, 25 games at what's he gonna make next year? 34 million dollars. Like, so he's missing out on 25 games of, of an 82 game season with 34 million dollars. Like, that's a that's a shitload of money, right? That's a lot of money to miss out on. But I feel like, and I don't even know if it's if it's the right way to go about this, Mo, but there is, to me, there's something between Adam Silver's necessity to be a friend of the players and the hard line that David Stern had. And I think that the right the right leadership for the NBA is finding that somewhere in that middle. It doesn't have to be exactly in the middle. It could be more Adam Silver's side than David Stern's side. But there is something there where... I look at this, I'm like, all right, so you built that up for 25 games? 25 games is a long suspension, but that's what DeAndre Aiden got for, you know, whatever that amphetamine was that he was, the right. supplement that was in his, you know, in whatever shake he was taking that he allegedly didn't know about. Like, that's, I don't know. I thought, I thought it was kind of a weak suspension, but mostly because it had been built up by his comments before the final started. So maybe that's just... If if he'd come out like immediately be like, yo, 25 games, I probably would be like, oh shit, that's a big suspension. But the fact that it was built up because of those comments, I'm like, I don't know, 25 is not that many. I think Adam Silver's bad at the PR stuff. 
Like, yeah. I think that's kind of the 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 deal with that. Because everything you said, right, if this came out of nowhere, if we didn't have anything built up and they said 25 games, it'd be like, damn, I thought it would have been more. Even before mm-hmm. it was built up, I thought it would be a lot. But still, like, we would have all been like, wow, that's a lot. Like, that's way too many and all of those things and stuff like that. But, yeah, they built it up, built it up, built it up. So then when it comes down less to what we were thinking, like, I don't know anybody that was saying anything in the 20s when it was coming to his suspension. I think I was hearing yeah. stuff, you know, 40, season, 41. Yeah. yeah. It was what, what was what I was hearing regularly from most people. So like when it comes down this way, it's almost like I, he's not, I don't give Adam silver credit enough to do. He did this on purpose to soften the, the, the react, you know, right. so everybody to be like, okay, well look, it could have been much worse type of situation. I just think he's bad at PR Zach. I just think it was dumb, Yeah, you know, and, and he's been a very soft GM or excuse me, soft commissioner in that sense and, and, and leaning more towards the players with all the suspensions we get and, and, and have been given out with, with everything. Like remember just Jokic a few years ago when he runs over Morris and Morris never played again that season. Yeah. Jokic got two games. That was it. <laughs> like yeah. he was probably in Serbia with his horses for those two games and then flew back. <laughs> like for all we know. And I think that's kind of the, the thing there is I, I think you touched on it more importantly, like Stern was too hard. Silver's too soft. Like they need to find something in the middle. I don't mind the 25 game suspension. I think that's probably the right number, but like they did build this thing up and hey, got to get better with your PR. Yeah. Dawes already cost himself so much money. Yeah. Because this 25 games means he won't be all NBA next year. Super max, super max is gone. About 50 million. He, he caught plus all. Yeah. All the, all the game checks that he's missing. He he costs himself so much money by continuously making the same mistake, and it's not just the two times on Instagram Live. It's the other allegations. It's the other stuff with the guns. I just it, it's baffling just how much money he's cost himself by. Do, do we think that it like the lesson has been learned? I mean, shit, for $304,000 a game and $7.6 million, <laughs> hell yeah. But hell how, yeah. How, how can we trust that the lesson has been learned when he just did the same thing, came after the playoffs and said, "Does I know how much I cost my team. I know how much of a distraction I caused. And then did the same thing a month later. How can we trust the lesson has been learned. We can't. All, Nike came because, out with a be, statement. Ja a, a has game. shown accountability. How many times is oh, Scott Nike's gonna been have to so point fucking soft in this man? Like, uh, bro, you got the number one shoe. That's um, why. On. You know, this is business. <laughs> business is business, like Young Thug said. Business is business. We not about to be doing morality and all that other stuff. He has the number one shoe. Kids don't watch the news. They want colorways. It is what it is, Jay. But at the end of the day, this man lost almost about 50 million dollars right if he continues to lose more that's on him but part of that 25 games he has to go through a couple steps before he can return to the team so he's got to tell he's got to show jalen rose that he's sorry and do it in an interview <laughs> another gonna, interview I, I don't think he gonna, i don't think i don't think i don't think jalen rose gonna get the second yeah one. i think jalen maybe gets bumped on that one but at the end of the day look that's on him he can crash out if he won't $50 million is a lot of money, and he going to miss basketball more than he going to be doing this, this BS. So but you I, know think, what, I you, think he'll be okay. You know what's also a lot of money? The 175 he's still getting. You know, that's – Right. Like, he's still getting 
uh, plus the shoes and all, like he's still getting a lot. That's where I wonder if it's if it's possible for him to have learned his lesson, right? That's like. Just- or likely let's the nba just go alcoholism please i just really just <laughs> if we just don't go real political like, like if we don't do think, all that stuff I, I think there's a little bit of a different question i got though forget about if ja learned his lesson as the grizzlies are they going to continue to no. enable him are they going to yes. continue to just let him run everything they do they gave him a run? sabbatical that they retroactively made a team suspension like get at it they they're not doing anything I mean, second time around are they going to but like continue to have the same mistakes too. Like that's on them as well as an organization and the culture they're building oh, and so on. Like, I don't, I don't even, I mean, I think we talked about this before. Like, I don't even necessarily blame Ja fully. Like, you know, like, yeah, Ja's responsible. Don't get me wrong. Ja's responsible for his actions, whether it's a lighter gun or an actual gun or whatever. Like, it doesn't matter. Like the, the standard is the standard that's been set by the the previous stuff. Right. Like it's, representation people around him nike represent representatives the team the grizzlies culture and everything like that like to me once the first stuff happens how you don't try to do everything you can to get him in line and maybe that's unfair maybe they didn't he just didn't give a shit but to me like look he's 23 year old kid like with a ton of money coming his way i if you gave me hundreds of millions of dollars to be the star of a league at 23 Shit, I don't if they gave that, it to you now, Zach. Yeah, you I don't know that I was the greatest role model either, but I know that like certain people around me would be like, you're being a shithead. Stop. Right? Like, and there would be some, there'd be certain people in my life that can influence that behavior. And I don't know that he's had that around him. And I think it's a failure of everything. I think it's a failure of the NBA. I think the NBA didn't come down hard enough the first time. Like, and so he there were there were no consequences before. Now we have a consequence. Yeah. Now we see if he like he wasn't going to learn from the con- the lack of consequences before, right? Now there's an actual consequence. Now we get to see if he's if he'll learn. Yeah, and and Jay, just so you know, if you and I told Zach he was acting like a shithead, it wouldn't change anything. If Trey told no. him, Trey would change the behavior. I would listen to Trey. Trey's got, yeah, Trey's got said, wisdom. Trey, yeah, like I said, if Trey said it, you would listen. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. you too. No, like, I'm. Yeah, we're we're we're. Gay's wearing a football jersey. <laughs> he's in his 30s and he's married. Like I'm not gonna. Josh, like, what am I gonna listen to him for? That's a nasty Patriots era it's an color. Ugly too. ass Patriots jersey, Josh, man. Josh nasty. Gordon, the Patriots throwbacks are fire. And if you They're watch disgusting. us on YouTube, you could see it. <laughs> it's a good thing. It's a good thing it's a throwback because I don't think you have any future success. The uh, w- one weird thing about the Josh stuff is like the things he's been suspended for is actually probably like the least bothersome stuff that he's done. He's just waving guns on instagram to songs right and it's stupid but it's whatever like when he's got the when he's going to Foot Locker and threatening employees when he's with the 17 year old kid and flashing his gun to that kid like that's the stuff that to me is and obviously they couldn't prove that stuff or didn't have it ironed out or whatever but it's just the whole pattern is just really troubling hey this is I how i know i hope he gets gets okay this is how I know there's progress, right? The guy who was doing the Instagram live the second time, he put the phone down. Second job flash that, whatever that was, he put the phone down. That's I just want to know who spotted that. Like <laughs> That's gross. Who, who, there was like 100 people on that. I could tell you offline who's, who spotted that. Uh, all right, yes, that's going yes, yes. to that, do it for this edition of the Basketballs. Make sure... 
you check out all of our draft coverage coming up this week. We're going to have a live draft show. I think the three of us are going to be on it at some point. I think, Trey, we're not going to make you do that. Don't worry. But <laughs> we are going to be doing the draft live uh, for, I don't know, probably the first 20 picks or so. We'll see how, how quickly that thing goes. We'll have all your reactions to the picks. We'll have all your reactions to the trades. And make sure you check out all the off-season coverage on The Athletic. Subscribe to The Bounce. Subscribe to the YouTube channel for this very show so you can see that horrific Patriots jersey that Jay King is wearing. For Mo, for Jay, for Trey, for Dave, for Josh Gordon, I'm Zach. Keep it locked on The Athletic.